So check this out. You wake up one morning and you decide you want to wear a particular pair of pants with a particular pair of shoes and, of course, the perfect shirt to make the perfect outfit. Oh, darn. The shirt's in the dirty clothes and we don't do the sniff test. So you've got one of two choices. You can A, find a different shirt. Of course, it's going to change the whole outfit. Or you can scrap the pants and start fresh and find another outfit altogether. This, my friends, is a perfect example of how we improvise on a daily basis. Does the thought of having to improvise make you want to pee your pants? Hi, I'm Monique B. Thomas, and you're listening to the Monique on the Mic podcast, where I discuss topics from the practice room to the stage and beyond. This is episode number two, and today I'll be discussing what I like to call the three E's of improvisation and why all singers should practice it. Let's get into it. So I want to give you just a few more simple examples of how we improvise in our everyday lives. Have you ever made a recipe and you're looking through all the ingredients and you have almost everything, but you're missing something? You have to substitute. You have to add in something different because you just don't have it and you're not running to the store. So you do it. And again, it's either going to be a hit. You might make something completely new, innovating that recipe, or it may be it might be complete garbage. All right. So another example would be simply synonyms or paraphrasing. Let's say that you have to say something in a different way. Maybe you're writing a paper and you've already used a particular word, but you need to say the same thing in a different way. Synonyms and paraphrasing are ways that we express the same idea in a different way. This is also a form of improvisation. But I think you're probably still not convinced. You're still afraid of improvisation. It's probably because you think that improvisation is only... That is one form of improvisation. But it's not the only form of improvisation. You're thinking jazz. But really, improvisation is simply a musical solution to a musical problem. In other words, changing the lyrics changing the melody, or changing the rhythm, this is all improvisation. By lyrics, I also mean oohs and ahs and scat syllables. But my favorite forms of improvisation are ones that are whimsical, you know, where we get to see a sense of humor from the artist. But all in all, you have to remember that great improvisation is the result of skilled execution coming from diligent practice and your music culture. World-renowned jazz accompanist Norman Simmons once told me in a class that to improvise was to improve on the melody. Ponder that thought. Now I'd like to get into the three steps I want you to use to start improvising. Step number one is exploration. Here's where you find an easy piece of music or something that inspires you. Put it on a loop and just play with it. Now don't forget to record this session and you'll see why when we get to step two. I want you to let whatever is going to come out of your instrument just come out. I don't want you to think. I just want you to do. Now, you got to remember that your music culture is going to heavily influence what comes out of your mouth, as well as your vocal technique. In other words, if your voice is limited, sometimes the thoughts you have in your head won't come out on your instrument. However, if your music culture is limited, you won't have a lot of ideas. So the idea is to have a decent music culture, and a decent vocal technique. 
And at this point, I really don't want you to think about style or genres of music. Just let what comes out, comes out. We'll get to that a bit later. Now, step number two is what I like to call excavation. Because now we're going to go back to that recording and we're going to dig up or excavate the hidden gems. I always feel like when we're playing around with music, something will come out spontaneously and we're like, "Mm, I wish I had recorded that. Well, hopefully you did. And so you can decide two or three phrases that you really like and put them to the side. Still, I do not yet want you to worry about what you sound like. Stop trying to get ahead. That is step three, execution. So take those few phrases that you've picked out, and I want you to work them technically. First, make sure that your rhythm is clear. I should be able to transcribe your rhythm. It has to be tight. Otherwise, it's not going to sound very good. The other thing is fix the intonation. Are you singing a major third or a minor third? We can't be in between unless, of course, that's what you really meant. And then lastly, you're going to want to fix your vocal technique. You want things to sound easy. You want your voice to sound clear. Again, unless, of course, you're going from for an unclear sound. That could be an effect that you're going for. Who knows? I do think that the three E's of improvisation can be very helpful to getting you to start improvising. However, it's not the only way to get into improvising. Some other ways to start improvising could be to just simply learn someone else's solo. Now, this does probably sound like jazz, but it can also be perhaps an ad-lib part of maybe an Aretha Franklin tune. She does a lot of improvisation with lyrics. Um, So you can learn that word for word and maybe go back and change a note or two. The most important thing here is that you start with something easy. Don't go trying to copy somebody that's overly technical or maybe virtuoso. Start with something that feels like it's doable to you. Otherwise, you're going to kind of make yourself feel bad. We don't want to do that. The last little idea I wanted to give you about improvisation would be genreless improvisation. Here's what you do. You start your recorder and you set a timer for one minute. There's no music. It's just the music in your head. And you go. For one whole minute, 60 seconds, you just sing whatever comes out. doesn't have to make any sense. It probably won't. But that's not the point. The point is to oblige yourself to make sounds come out of your instrument. Now, in the beginning, this is going to be super awkward because you're like, well, uh, duh, what does that sound like? And it could be just do, 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 I have a conversation going on. Some notes are going to repeat. So it's like you're really talking to somebody about a particular subject and certain phrases are going to come back in. Then what I want you to do is add another minute to that. See if you can get yourself all the way up to 10 minutes. 10 minutes of just blah, 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 blah on your instrument. I think it's going to do a lot for your imagination. Speaking of imagination... I don't think that's th- that is something we talk about enough as it pertains to being a musician. Think of it. If your instrument is a car, your imagination is the driver. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have if the driver's not doing their job correctly. Now, what if you have a great car and a great driver? Imagine what that's going to sound like. 
Ooh, and I almost forgot to talk to you about the wall. The famous wall, it's something that happens even if you're used to improvising. You get to a point where nothing. I mean, you literally hear nothing in your brain, and what happens is you're just like, uh, (laughs) just dead stop. Don't panic. Take a breather. Don't say anything. And wait for new information. Now, this wall will occasionally come up. Sometimes in the beginning, it comes up quite frequently. But again, if you don't panic, and the more you push through it by actually doing something eventually, you won't panic and the wall will get smaller and it'll come by less frequently. Now, here's the reason why I think all singers, no matter what genre of music you sing or perform, should practice improvisation. I think that it's going to help you develop your personal sound. It's your personal language, if you will, the way in which you express yourself. The best improvisers, they have an extremely fast reaction time, meaning that they execute perfectly whatever's going on in their head. This is a valuable skill. That means that no matter what's going on around you, you're going to be able to add something that is making sense to the musical conversation. Also, learning to improvise is a step in the direction of composition. See, I think often there's a problem with singers. We kind of tend to sing as if we're always playing with a karaoke track. So we're not really reacting to what's going on, and we're not completely inside the music. We're kind of just sitting on top. But when you begin to find these different solutions or these synonyms, these musical synonyms, you become a part of the music. And then you become a relevant, a part of the conversation. I truly think it's one of the best ways to safeguard against getting bored or stale with music. You know, sometimes if you've been singing music like I have, sometimes been singing the same songs for 20 years, um, I have to look for new ways to say the same thing. And in fact, there's different layers to it because obviously I can't tell the same story in the same way 20 years later. I'm a different person. And so my musical choices are going to grow with me. I think it's really important to always spark your creativity. I mean, come on, singing is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun for you, but it's also supposed to be fun for the listener. If you are bored, they will be bored too. So here are some final thoughts for you. I want to challenge you to add at least five minutes of improvisation to your practice time. Every single time you practice, add it in. You can even do it in the shower, in the car. I mean, people think you're crazy, but we don't care about that. Um, But anything that's going to allow you to be a little bit more free on your instrument, to be creative, that's an important part about being an artist. While it's important to be able to reproduce the same results every time, it's also important to be able to explore different parts of your instrument in record time. And if you're struggling for ideas, perhaps that just means you need to listen to something that inspires you. That's your music culture, remember? Listen to things that make you want to sing. I really hope that this has helped to change how you think and feel about improvisation. It really is accessible to everybody. If you have enjoyed this episode and you're not already subscribed, please do so. And just one more thing. Have you thought about keeping a journal for your vocal journey? Here's an idea. Keep a small notebook, and every time someone gives you a compliment, I want you to jot it down with their name and the date. When you're feeling low, next time, open it up 
and read it. All right, that's it for today's episode. See you next week and be well. Musically, Monique.